Bulletin, remote Arnhem Land community urges NT government to take over a clinic following the death of a toddler. Traditional owners in Darwin lodge emergency application to halt the bulldozing of a culturally significant site. And the United Nations tells Israel that escalation is not the answer after assault on the West Bank. The remote Arnhem Land community of Nuka has called on the Northern Territory government to take over the running of a local health clinic following the death of a toddler. The family of the three-year-old say they asked the Sunrise Health Service Clinic for help numerous times in the days leading up to his death. The clinic responded, saying it's always looking to improve health outcomes for patients, while the Territory and Federal Government say they're in talks with the health provider. Bobby Nungam Ajbar, chair of the Yugal Mangi Development Aboriginal Corporation, agrees with the child's uncle, saying the territory government needs to take over the clinic. We're still having the same same issue. Uh, it's lack of services in, within our community. The impact is 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 massive, and um, there's nothing worse than losing a three-year-old boy. Traditional owners in Darwin have made an emergency application to Federal Environment Minister Tanya Plibersek, urging her to halt bulldozers at a culturally significant site. Lee Point is significant to the Dungalaba community, but the land is due to be cleared for a Defence Housing Australia project. Environmental Justice Australia lodged the application for an emergency stop to the land clearing on behalf of the Dungalaba people. The application asked Ms Plibersek to complete due diligence to determine whether Aboriginal cultural heritage is present and whether it will be damaged by the development. Senior New South Wales police officials will continue to be questioned today over inadequate record-keeping, lost exhibits and investigative failures into unsolved deaths across the state. Supreme Court Justice John Sacker is due to resume questioning of senior homicide squad detectives after an inquiry into unsolved suspected gay hate crimes revealed systematic issues within the force. Homicide Squad Chief Detective Superintendent Daniel Doherty was earlier forced to admit that the systematic poor management of files for unsolved murder cases remains an ongoing issue within police practices. Mr Doherty said he was aware of ongoing issues with tracking down exhibits and records and conceded the long-standing issue was notorious in the force. The federal government has again rejected the opposition's demands to consider establishing a nuclear power network as ageing coal-fired power stations are shut down. Opposition leader Peter Dutton is due to make a speech today and will reportedly say the government is mesmerised by alternative energy sources such as power panels when it should consider building small nuclear reactors. Mr Dutton will say nuclear energy is more cost-effective than the federal government has showed it to be, saying if nuclear power is so prohibitively expensive, why are more than 50 countries investing in it, including those with smaller economies than Australia? Asked if the government supported nuclear power solutions, Labor frontbencher Jason Clare says no. The United Nations Secretary-General has told Israel's government he understands their security concerns but says escalation is not the answer after the military action in Jenin. An Israeli military assault on a refugee camp in the West Bank earlier this week killed at least 12 Palestinians and one Israeli soldier. 
in Israel's biggest campaign in the West Bank in 20 years. The army claims to have inflicted heavy damage on Palestinian militant groups based out of the refugee camp in in an operation which included the deployment of hundreds of ground troops as well as the first airstrikes on the region in two decades. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres says the Israeli military action, which damaged hospitals and civilian infrastructure, was a significant escalation. Israel's airstrikes and ground operations in a crowded refugee camp were the worst violence in the West Bank in many years, with a significant impact on civilians, including more than 100 injured and thousands forced to flee. Schools and hospitals were damaged, water and electricity networks were disrupted, and people in need were prevented from accessing essential care and relief. At least five people have been killed and 34 people injured in the western Ukrainian city of Lviv, in which the mayor calls the biggest attack on the city's civilian infrastructure since the war began. Lviv is far from the front lines and many people fled there to escape fighting and airstrikes in other parts of the country. It comes as tensions escalate around the nuclear power plant, with Ukraine's health ministry warning people to be ready to evacuate. The International Atomic Energy Agency says its experts have concluded regular walks across the site, so far without observing any visible indications of mines or explosives. Senior research associate at the Harvard Kennedy School, Mariana Bujran, says an explosion on the roof would not by itself compromise safety. There would need to be an explosives on the inside. One thing we can know for sure that If the plant is sabotaged from the inside and that causes the radioactive release, there really is no problem of attribution because it it needs people on the inside to do that. Um, And that those could only be uh, the Russian military. Police in the United Kingdom say an eight-year-old girl has died and several other children and adults were injured after a car hit a South London primary school. The children have been holding an end-of-term tea party with parents and teachers in the garden of study prep school in Wimbledon, less than two kilometres from the ongoing tennis tournament. Authorities had said earlier that a total of seven children and two adults had been injured in the collision. Senior police officer Claire Kelland says the driver of the vehicle, a woman in her 40s, has been arrested for causing death by dangerous driving and remains in police custody. And in AFL, Collingwood's relentless attack is a major focus for Western Bulldogs coach Luke Beveridge ahead of their match tonight in Melbourne. While their leading goal kicker Brodie Meerkek will miss the clash because of hamstring tightness, Beveridge says the Magpies are more than the sum of their parts when they're on the offensive. While the Bulldogs beat the Magpies the last two times they've met, Beveridge says the opposition's offensive lines are going to give the Bulldogs headaches. And now a look at today's weather. Broome, sunny 28. Perth, showers 19. Adelaide, showers increasing 16. Melbourne, a shower or two 15. Hobart, partly cloudy 14. Aubrey-Wodonga, cloudy 11. Canberra, a shower or two 11. Wollongong, mostly sunny 17. Sydney, sunny 18. Newcastle, mostly sunny 19. Brisbane, sunny 22. Townsville, mostly sunny, 26. Cairns, cloudy, 29. Alice Springs, sunny, 18. Darwin, sunny, 34. And the Torres Strait Islands, mostly cloudy, 30. And that is NITV Radio News.